I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you today? <laughs> Hello, my elf. It's great to talk to you. <laughs> I just love that it just makes you happy when I just say the hello, witchy. It's so great. And I hope it makes everybody else happy, too. Cause I'm so happy to talk to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. Me, too. Just so everybody knows, Brynn and I always talk in advance about what we want to talk about. I think that's a good sometimes, sometimes we actually get to what we're going to talk sometimes about. Sometimes <laughs> we do get to it, but sometimes we don't. But we always have conversations <laughs> leading us into where we want to go. And part of what we talk about is is are, are things that we think are important. And then the other side of what we talk about are things that you think that are important. And a lot of times um, you guys really ask these amazing questions that help in some ways expose our own blind spots, particularly I have more blind spots than probably anybody does. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> okay, you have some. Too. So today is actually dedicated to a single question from one of our listeners that we wanted to address that we think is really important in this episode. Is we're actually calling it "Asshole Spirits" um, because <laughs> because the question was really good. And the funny thing is that we're, we're we're talking about this, and then all of a sudden we start talking for over an hour about our own stories and experiences <laughs> about dealing with asshole spirits. So um, without further ado. So it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a real thing. So we're going to talk about asshole spirits today. So if if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and read our question that will kind of kick off yes. our discussion. Okay, perfect. Yes, and we got to give a shout out to this brilliant reader. It's so good. Our listener, listener. <laughs> and potentially reader. I think she actually has read my book. So I think that's right. That. Yeah. yeah. There's, <laughs> they're so good. Here's the question. I had a question for you to the pod. 
I don't think I've heard it yet on there, but I was wondering if someone is kind of a mean, hateful person in life. In the afterlife, will they also be a mean spirit? It's relevant because my dad could be pretty mean, and I'm wondering if I talk to him in the future through a medium, would he say hurtful, mean things still? I think that this is such an extraordinarily good question because it became something that was like, oh, too familiar to us. So we should probably just answer her question. And the answer is... (laughs) And survey says... (laughs) Survey says... It depends, but (laughs) (laughs) right, of course, because everyone has their choice, their free will. And I will say like 99% of the time, 0.9, my experience has been that the spirits are not cranky pants. They're not angry. They tend to take responsibility for their ill manners and ill temper when they were here. And, you know, I think I've shared before that I, I was raised in an alcoholic home and my father was, you know, very, very ill and very toxic. And the day after he passed, he, you know, I'm just, I just, you know, in meditation, I just want to check on you, you know, kind of putting a shout out there, not sure what I'd run into. And he said, he, he, he was extraordinary. I'm like, where was this man when I was growing up? <laughs> right. right. Because he's like, Wow, I there's so much I didn't get right. There's so much, and that I, I didn't rise up to the level I could have. I made poor choice. Like he was so clear instantly on so many things, and spoke very specifically of the dynamics of him as just an adult, not as a father, but just as an adult. I'm putting air quotes around that word because he he wasn't. He threw fits. He was a baby. He was he was angry. He was very angry, but mostly at himself um, for not hitting his mark. And of course, the trickle down effect of that was mixed with alcohol was pretty intense. So um, so that was just one experience out of the gate. But you know, this is as mediums. This we we deal with this all the time, where people are very anxious when they when they sit for a session because we don't really have control over who's coming through. And um, I, I was telling my elf that, that there was this one experience. This person sitting in front of me. This is you know in the before times, and I didn't know her at all. And so I close my eyes, do the blessing, and in it comes this image of a Holstein. A, a cow. And um, I'm from Wisconsin. So this is a familiar image to me. It didn't freak me out in any way. It's a little unusual. Usually people come through, you know, with some symbol that would represent them. But I, you know, got to give what I get. That's the, the rules of mediumship. And so when I said to my my client, this is what I saw. Does this mean anything to you? She melted down. Are you kidding me? That's my mom. I hate her. She's such a, you know, <laughs> she just ranted. Of course, I am not attached to that symbol in this way. So I was very surprised. And I'm like, we don't have to talk to her. We don't have to talk to her. But the, you know, essence, the essence of her wound, her childhood wound is that her mom called her cow face. And so that's what she came in with. Oh, and I'm like, no. That is so intense. But that's the symbol she gave me. Now, it may have been. I don't know. I never got to close the loop on this because this woman was so upset, but it may have been that's what the mom knew that she would respond to and know who it was. So right, we're, we're trying to prove the continuity of life after the change called death. Like that's the service of mediumship. <laughs> so my job was well done in that way, but clearly not the trauma that I intended. And, you know, I tried to keep the door open to this client and say, you know, I think your mom just wanted you to be able to recognize her. She's like, I don't care. I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you don't remember that experience with me, do you? Like when we, for like early on, I mean, I think I you don't, re- no. yeah. So why I like this question so much is that I think that all of us can relate to it. You just talked about how you related to it with your father, right? right. And the experience you had with him, um, you know, on the earth plane and, you know, how our listener had this issue with her father. I had the same thing, and this is so funny that you don't remember this, with my grandmother, my mother's mother. My grandmother, who at this point in time would be well into her like 110, maybe somewhere around that age. She lived into her 90s. And, uh, and I know what you're doing. You're scanning right now. <laughs> I know. I see. I wish you guys could see this. You guys would. I, I, I wish you all could just see what's happening right now. She's, I see your eyes, she's scanning. Her name is Arlene Hadley, go ahead. I got her. Okay, I figured you did. Um, she's saying that she'd be older than 110, but she, yes. Okay, then I said 110, 115, right? I mean, I don't think she'd be in her 20s yet, 120s, but no. um, <laughs> see, she's already correcting me. Um, so my so my grandmother- It's true. <laughs> I know, this is, we're getting to the point. She kind of already proved it. So my grandmother, um, wasn't really into women because she, you know, my mom and I justified it a lot um, on her behalf, but we tried to justify it in a way where in her generation, those women were defined by their men. And so men always held um, kind of a higher place, higher status with her. So now- Well, they set the status. Well, they I'm, did. I'm, right. I'm only, I only have the status- Of what my man my has. my husband has. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you can- Imagine what that attitude is like raising a daughter, which in this case was my mother. Um, very critical of my mother. I mean, and I heard the stuff come out of my grandmother's mouth. She was not very nice to my mother. And um, she also wasn't very nice to me. And I don't think she understood me. I don't, th- I mean, I think I was also a mini <laughs> Margaret. Wait, what did she say? <laughs> Go ahead. She's saying she won status her whole life by abdicating to people to make them like her and you never gave a crap if someone liked you true true story (laughs) so she didn't know what to do with you yes true story you did not make sense to her no it violated every rule she knew so she didn't know what to do with that yeah and and you gave her no respect none like like you paid her no mind whatsoever none no no she's she was that person but she actually blamed your mom for that just so you oh, know. This is fun. Okay. So yeah, this is she Julie therapy your mom session. For that. Well, sorry, sorry. It's great. She she's saying she blamed Margaret for that because she thought Margaret was talking smack about her to you. But then she realized, probably by the age of eight, that this was just you. Mm. It didn't have anything to do with her. You treated her the way you treated anyone that you didn't think was authentic, I think would say. Yeah. That's all true. Yeah. <laughs> that is all. So therein lies a nightmare of raising me as a child too. Um, so we're just now uncovering. It's like an onion. It's just like layers and layers and layers. And if I do have tears, they're more tears of laughter and joy than they are anything else. Um, so, but this, but she was that. She was the woman that um, I never wanted to see. In fact, I mm. would cringe. Like mom, be like, "Come on, we have to go to Oat Moggy. This is Oat Moggy, Oklahoma." Um, that's where they ended up when my grandfather lost his his job during the Depression. They lived in Pennsylvania, and he was a glass cutter, and he later found a job in outside of Oatmogee, Oklahoma. So my grandmother, as much as dismissive I was to her, she was certainly that at me, but I was a child. But I never wanted to see her because I never wanted to hug her. 
Like that was my thing. And you know me, like I express, like hugging is my jam. It is my thing. It's how you know how I feel. Like it is my love language. And I did not want to be near her or touch her. Like that's how I felt about her. She was married after my grandfather died to a guy named E.B. Riley. And after he died, she killed all her husbands. I'm just kidding. She really didn't. Um, after he died, she's lived a long ass time. But after he died, she had to, he had some money. So anyway, she had to be part of that um, a, a deposition. And at her age, they do depositions just to see if you still have it, like if you're with it, you know? And so they asked her, this is the important part. They asked her a question. They said, okay, Arlene, do you, you know, do you have any grandchildren? Yes, yes, I do. I have three, three boys. Rob, Eric, and Tom. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, she also had a granddaughter named Julie. But she and only she recognized. Says, Just so you know, she says you wouldn't claim her either. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing. She is correct. I have had a bug up my butt about my grandmother like my entire life. And 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 when you spoke to her years ago. Um, she was like this. And I said, you know what? Tell her to fuck off. I don't want to talk to her. So let's also <laughs> just see the progress that I've made, that I'm willing for her to be in our conversation right now publicly um, and not telling her to go fuck herself and leave. Um, that's progress. That's growth. <laughs> I also, I just want to point out on her behalf, not like I feel like I have to defend her, but she, in all her snide little correction comments, she's really not saying you were ever wrong. She actually sees you now. She didn't see you clearly then, but she saw parts of you. She just still didn't know what to do with you. Yeah. And can I just tell you what's really funny about that? And this is, <laughs> don't you like how this one question from not me <laughs> came up to yeah. fucking be about me? Um, because you're such an amazing medium. They, they just all come swarming to you. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back, and I got my brain during that break. <laughs> so it was a brain break that I can remember what I wanted to say to my grandmother. Do you guys feel like you're like listening into something that you shouldn't? You know, <laughs> like does this feel like you're just kind of like got your ear up to a door and you're hearing shit that's really not for you to hear? That's what's happening right now. So what I, the last thing I wanted to say, and we can move on from Arlene is as she's sorting through in the afterlife about what to do with me, whether I was right or wrong or my mother was right or wrong, she needs to understand is that she created this because here's what happened. And this is what happens a lot, I think. When people are raised by by certain parents that let's say are rough on them for whatever reason or not reason, whether it's a father or a mother, um, some of them will carry that on. Let's say they're abusive. They will carry that on and be abusive to their own children, right? But then some of them actually will stop, drop, and roll and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to my children. And that's what my mother did. Because my mother was like, I am not going to raise my daughter to to feel the way that I was that I felt from my mother. So I hate to tell you, Arlene, you created the mess that is now me. <laughs> because of how you treated my mother. And therefore, this is what you get. And um, the the thread that she sees is that neither of you ever needed men. You claimed more freedom than she ever had, which gave you more confidence in the world than she ever had. She couldn't appreciate that until she got to the other side. Because she, like, again, she would just look and go, I don't understand. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Like, she never understood it. And then she's like, ah, when she had to the other side. See, that, oh, that makes, makes perfect sense. It, well, yeah. it, that actually makes a lot of sense. Because she also favored yeah. my uncle over my mother. And it was very clear. Even though my mother did a lot. I mean, they're all over there now. And they can work their own shit out. But um, <laughs> it's like a family reunion. Um, you got the family right here. Yeah. I mean, mom's there. My uncle's there. My grandmother's yeah. there. My grandfather's there. They can all just like sort out their shit. Um, but she always favored him and because right. he was like the man, right? And my mother was very independent and she very much did not need a man to define her. In fact, she tended to define them. And yeah. so it makes a lot of sense. And yes, I am certainly the child that did not need a man in her life. Yeah. So yeah. I can see that. Woo, that was an unexpected <laughs> conversation <Hello>. with my <laughs> grandmother. And why didn't I know that was coming? <laughs> and is, is my mother was she standing there like listening yeah to she's me? right here but this is what she says she goes look um i didn't agree with her i didn't you know i saw another path i took it but 
it wasn't very long before I was able to heal it once I started my own family and got to make my choices. It, it didn't bother me like it did when I was a young girl growing up. I, I had the ability to create and understand that was her world, that's made sense, but it didn't hurt me as much because I got to create a, a family of love. Right. And that's what, that's what, so that's how I healed that. That's See guys, says. that's my mom. That's what oh. I got in this world. Yeah. That's what I got, yeah. guys. Like that she was- She chose love. Yeah, that she was, that's love. what I got. And I, yeah. yeah, that was my no, it world. It just gives me chills. I know, so it makes me want to cry because that's She's what so, I got, you know, because yeah. she learned. And I think that when you talk about, you know, people that had a mean spirit, I'm like, oh my God, I have tears right now. So when you talk about people um, that have a mean yeah. spirit and let's say they pass without, let's call it writing their wrong, it doesn't mean you can't learn from it because people like um, my mother learned from the, you know, from her mother, again, whatever her reasons were, still were not was not a great mother to a girl, to a daughter. She learned from that and she completely changed her own path and my path. And we are so powerful. We get to make these choices all the time. There are no victims, right? You, you can get wounded, you can get hurt, but you can do something with it, right? That's what matters. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do with it? I grew up in a crazy alcoholic home, <laughs> like super intense, a lot of drama, a lot of broken things, <laughs> you know, including people. Yeah, and but, hearts right, and, and everything. What are you going to do with it, right? What are you going to do with it? Glass, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of things that broke in our house, right? Um, things got thrown and um, so, you know, but what are you going to do about it, right? And yeah. So I know you, very, that, very few people that um, were unscathed because I think part of it oh, is that yeah. we're supposed to be scathed in a certain way. You know, we get to choose. Yeah, because we, we choose. choose what we do with the scathings right. and and right. and what we become from that. And this is, you know, I think so much of what is even talked about in a lot of the programs like AA, which is about stopping a pattern, right. and and that's about making those choices. And sometimes you can make like my mother; she made that choice on her own. She was attuned enough into who she was and what her life was like and what she wanted it to be that she could make those, and she was strong enough to make those choices. Right. Where not everybody has that. And so they need, you know, other help to do that. Well, and the other thing is, I would just, you know, encourage our listeners to take a look at, look, nobody, nobody goes through without getting bumped and bruised and self-doubt. And it's how we grow stronger, right? This is, um, this is the beauty and of, of earth school. And when, if you need help getting to the other side, get help right? Get, get a therapist, phone a friend, like do get a coach, do what you need to do. But like, there's a lot of moves we can make to say, I want to create something else. I don't want to live like this anymore. I will just say one, one story that when this is not about mean spirits, I just want to say we are way off the mark, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> no, um, I think actually and, and it's this, a good, it's a good combo. Yeah. You know, even um, in high school, when my dad came home, just, you know, completely out of it. And, and I had my boyfriend's choir friends over because they recorded their senior record and we were listening to the record. Like, this is how the rowdy party, we were listening to the senior choir record, right? It, it, was, not, <laughs> it, was, it was like the most serene thing, right? Oh, but it funny. just came out. It was really exciting. And my dad came to the door and was just a drunk asshole and kicked everybody out of the house. And it was very dramatic and like had to usher people out before, you know, things started flying. And, and you know, that next morning I got up and said to my mom, if you don't do something about this, I will. 
you know, I'm a junior in high school. I have no idea what I'm going to do, <laughs> but I know that I didn't want to live like this anymore. It wasn't acceptable to me. And, you know, my mom, instead of like saying, calm down, it wasn't a big deal, right? She's like, she didn't say anything. She just looked at me and said, okay. And Monday morning, she went down to the courthouse and filed for divorce because <laughs> she had been planning it for two decades. <laughs> you know? And you were just kind of helping her get to uh, I, I just, the... I just threw it down, you know. Yeah. In the meanwhile, I'm like, okay, can I afford an apartment by myself? <laughs> like, you know, like I'm trying at my waitressing job. It's very <laughs> like interesting. That's, that's what, but it was, it was that, you know, throwing it down that she's like, because she grew up Catholic. Yeah. I have to stay married for my kids. Right. And she's like, oh, this isn't helping my kids. It's not helping me. This has got to change. Like, so she made another choice in that moment. Wow. Because it's yeah. really interesting, just for the record, of another thing that we have in common. Because when that happened to me with my ex-stepdad, or at the time he was right. my stepdad. I remember that story. That I, I just, I, I had enough. And I yeah. stomped out of the house and I wasn't coming back. And that right. was the last time I ever saw him because that is what actually got my mom to finally make her move to get right. him out. So it's a really, it's interesting. These mamas, they love us so These much, mamas, right? boy, don't they ever. So I have a question for yeah. you. But first, we need to take a break. <laughs> oh, God, you and your fucking breaks. I was kidding, I had a last Hold your one. question. Oh, please. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Okay, everybody, we are back from Brenda's break, not Julie's break. That was Brenda's break. Um, And it wasn't because one of us forgot to say something, meaning me. Um, But I do have a question for you, Bren, which is, you know, when we talk about these, you know, I'm going to call them mean, hateful spirits. Well, they're, they're they're mean humans. They're mean humans, right. They're mean humans, sure. And let me just say that chances are good, they're in pain. Oh, totally chances are good right? for that. Because our school is hard, right? Yeah. So they're they're in pain and people in pain create pain. So do they see, like, do is this the life review that's kicking in in order for them when they see what they've kind of missed in life? Like, is that is that what happens or is there more? Why don't you tell us? Um, my experience in that is the life review is very helpful <laughs> in putting everything into context um, and setting up the karmic grid and things like that. Um, or make clarifying the current grid, like it gets set once you do it. But my uh, my understanding is that the life review can go on for many, many months, even though time doesn't exist in the spirit world. So um, even in the example of my dad, right, when I just checked in on him, you know, that the following morning after he passed, and it had been just like 12 hours, uh, so not enough time to do his life review. But still, when you move through that that threshold into the other side, the perspective changes dramatically as you drop your earthly concerns and um, you you keep aspects of your personality, but you connect with that aspect that is so much bigger than your personality. You're like, ooh, I was a little rough there, you know, and like you have that perspective immediately. And so that's what he was able to speak of and how, you know, he made choices and played small and was in head that he had been given so much and he didn't use it because he was concerned about small things, mostly of how he was perceived and perceived power, which he he didn't really use for good. Right. <laughs> he saw that very clearly. I didn't need to go through the life review process. And by he, I'm just um, going to remind everybody that's your dad that you said. Yeah, that he, was that was yeah. the example that I yeah. used. But yeah. um, I had a reading with this woman who I didn't know anything, didn't know anything about her, but her dad came through and he's talking and clearly apologizing and taking responsibility for um, not being his best, not being there fully, not, there was all these things he was apologizing for. I had no idea what had happened. Um, but, uh, you know, my job just to give the message, right? So I'm giving the message. Da, 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 da. And at the end of the session, she asked, if I would make time on my schedule for her sister, because she needed her sister to be able to hear the apology from her dad. And I'm like, sure, of course, you know, you absolutely can get her on the schedule. But that it's only at that point that she said her dad was very abusive, um, physically, sexually, emotionally, um, to her and her sister. And the hearing this from him, hearing him lead with this without, you know, being asked questions, but he just showed up with this was so healing for her, acknowledging this woman's gifts as a, as a child and how he took them away and kept her small and, you know, how she, and acknowledging mm. how she had risen up and acknowledging how she um, claimed her strength over time and how proud he was of her for that. And so, and also I think the healing on his end as a spirit is just as profound as it is for 
when you're here on, on this side. Um, it's, it's equally profound on both sides. It has to be, right? Because in the end, we are all spirits. So I would think that would be incredibly right. profound for them. And I had had a really interesting experience with a friend of mine that I will not mention her name. We've been friends for a really long time, like 25 years or so. And I saw her dad one day who had passed. Didn't know a lot of the history, um, but I got it from him. And what an asshole he was. And he was still a little assholey, to tell you the truth. So, like, that's part of that point one percent <laughs> happen. No, I mean, but that's like the interesting thing. Like, he was still yeah. justifying things, mm -hmm. and it that was a and and it, and it was interesting because he had told me what it was. I mean, he was abu sexually abusive. That's a tough one. And blame, yeah, and blamed a lot of a lot of a lot of other things other than himself for it. Chances are good that in that situation, um, it's probably a relatively new soul. He'll be coming back around a lot. Of oh, he'll be coming back around. But I will tell you what he was blaming it to is that he actually said that um, those two had a past life together and they were actually married. And I'm just kind of like, mm. Mm -mm, that's not how it works. And he me. said he got confused. No. Nope. And I'm like, mm -mm, no, not you're full of fucking it. shit, dude. No, not buying what you're selling, my friend. So listen, there is never one answer for any spirit. There's never one solution. Right. They all go through the same tunnel, so to speak, but they don't end up at the same place. And <laughs> true that, true that. Right. Right. And and people do like to make, you know, uh, saints out of people who passed, but let's face the facts, people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'll give Lady Di some sainthood because she was pretty awesome, but yeah. there's very few that I would, I mean, I think Kobe Bryant was pretty saint-like for most of his life, but I, there's no sainting here. No. Yeah. And that's well, the, and and it's, that, our, it's our school, people. <laughs> it, it is our school. But that's also, it's it, it, interesting that you say that because that's a, a thing that I have had to deal with close people in my life that have lost people. And listen, I've dealt with it myself about sainthood and, and the people that I love. And it's a very hard thing to, a, a very hard conversations to have with people when they're struggling mm -hmm. like that. Um, yep. Because there are so many realities that, because they're just not facing reality yet. Yeah. But I think they eventually get there. And so I've learned that. And so you, it's that when you just offer time, it's like, okay, I'm yeah. going to respect your boundaries and your time. And well, it's, it's a process, right? It's it yeah. definitely a process. Yeah. It's definitely a process. So anyway, so, asshole spirits, the answer is kind of. Depends. Depends. Kinda. <laughs> sometimes yes, sometimes no. And we just, uh, and everybody met my grandmother Arlene today. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Yes, I will talk to you now. It's fine. She's, she's been knocking on my door for years, and I tell her yeah. to go away. Yeah. Did she tell you that? She may have mentioned it. I yeah. think that's why she jumped in so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been telling her just, nope, not you, lady. <laughs> not you. I'll talk to the rest of them, but, but not you. I will say this. Yeah. The, I mean, you two are alike in this. I mean, you're both very quick, quippy and quick, hmm. you know, like you you are alike that way. Oh, well, of course I have to be like her somehow. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not. It's not all bad. No, all. no, no, no. It's not, no, the women <laughs> right. in my family um, are very full of something. You can fill yeah. in the blank. What we're full of, yeah. but there's a lot, a lot of piss and vinegar in there. I guess is what my mother yeah. would say. But <laughs> well, yeah. just whip smart. <laughs> well, thank you. She was, and here's one quick funny story about my grandmother. Is <laughs> no, I just this is this is the Arlene episode. Apparently, is in between hu husbands. I think it was. She had to get a job. And she got a job at, it was called Tops, and it was a menswear in downtown Oatmogee. And she ended up being the manager of Tops. And so the best part is, and this story my mother told me, is how she would have these men come in. And the way that you measure men pants is where, 
where the business swings is the <laughs> nicest way for me to say it. And the she, inseam, the yes. inseam. And so here's my grandmother pushing dicks over, like figuring out what their inseams are and how, how funny it was. And that's my grandmother and her business was swinging dicks. And so my mother and I got a big kick out of that. But, um, you know, in her own way, you know, she was um, quite a force to be reckoned with for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So swinging dicks around. That's and just family. so you know, that was very strategic on her part to be in that store because she knew she needed to meet a bunch of men. Yeah. She needed to find another husband. Yeah, she did. And she's right? swinging it. She swung a lot of dicks in order to find it. <laughs> to find one. <laughs> find one that'll work. Yeah. You, I'll take His name you. E.B. Riley. You're old and you'll die soon. Here, come, come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> all right listeners oh, thank God. you thank you guys for listening to i don't know and listening through for, the door <laughs> thank you for the question that's um, great because it, it's a really good one and good on you for checking us and keeping us honest so now you know what we think about mean spirits <laughs> asshole spirits to be specific <laughs> and remember our school is hard without the other side and asshole spirits. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you, my witchy. Bye. Bye. Thank you, my elf. <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.